Hello and welcome to Grace in the Marketplace. My name is Tafara Butai. Did you know that God is inside Kairos moments, divine connections, favor, unmerited strength for his children, for the marketplace? I like to call all of this God's grace in the marketplace. And so on this podcast, that's what we're going to be talking about and many other subjects. So let's check out today's podcast. Hello and good evening to yet another episode of Grace in the Marketplace. Man, I'm excited that you could join me uh, for this episode. I'm really thrilled. I know that tonight you're going to be blessed. And uh, so welcome to this yet another episode of Grace in the Marketplace. Wednesday night is our hangout uh, opportunity to get in there, get in the Word of God, learn together about God's Word. Let's see who's on here. Let us see who is in the building. I see Tari is in the building. Hello, Tari. Uh, Marshall is here. He's working the camera. So (laughs) thank you for... God blessing him and giving him the the, the pass to come and join here uh, at the studios. Pastor Denzel, all the way from Durban, Utlanga. Good evening. Busing Ovo, good evening. Tozami Dinga, good evening. Man, I'm going to butcher your name, but Gaonyadiwe. Matovela, good evening, Tiso, good evening, Marshall, good evening, Julie. Welcome, everybody. Grace in the Marketplace, excited. I'm excited to be here tonight. And so, like we always do, uh, we're going to jump straight into it. We're going to jump into the, the, the meeting tonight. But before we do that, I have quick announcements. The first one, Marshall just told me to announce to everybody that the album will be launched on the 4th of June. So, Saturday, the 4th of June. Uh, the the album is going to be live on uh, all streaming services. So that's Spotify, iTunes, uh, all of the other underground ones. You'll be able to find the album Faithful Father from the Faithful Worship Collective. Man, it's going to be awesome. We have some bangers there. We have some, some awesome, awesome songs that glorify God, make Jesus big. That's what it's about. That's what worship is about. It's about making God big in our lives and you know, just exalting him. And we learned this, that as we do that, all of our problems start to shrink and become small. Whatever you focus on, you magnify. And so uh, during this this worship adventure of, uh, you know, us launching an album from Faith Hill Church, I believe that you're going to learn a lot. You're going to learn how to focus on Jesus. Uh, and, and really, these songs are birthed out of intimacy, you know, with our Heavenly Father. I said something earlier on. I said, you, 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 you can't compose a worship song. You can try, but really, you can't compose a worship song. A worship song is birthed uh, out of a place of intimacy with God. And so that's what these songs are about. They are uh, songs that God gave us as a gift uh, so that we can worship him uh, with them. These songs, man, you can be assured. These songs, we're not going to be talking about problems and you know, magnifying problems and world, you know, current events. No, we're going to be magnifying Jesus, our Lord and Savior. And so this is really an album that's going to excite you and encourage you. And then on the 10th, 
You may want to diarize these, these dates. On the 10th of June, we're going to have a live launch at Eagle's Nest. At the church, we're going to have a live launch in the building. Physically, we're going to get together and worship Jesus for two hours. And man, I'm telling you, it's going to be awesome. We're going to be worshiping uh, with some of these new songs. You're going to get to learn uh, these new songs, sing them, uh, sing along with the, with the guys and just have fun. So it's going to be awesome. Uh, that's the 4th of June, the streaming services, the album will be live. And then on the 10th of June, what's going to happen is we're all going to gather at Eagle's Nest and just worship uh, the Lord with, uh, with some of these songs. Man, I'm excited. Faithful Father, the album is coming out. So what we're going to do tonight is we're going to uh, take a quick uh, a lesson on hearing the voice of God. If you're in the marketplace, man, you need to be able to hear God's voice. And so we're going to uh, jump onto a teaching that's pre-recorded. We recorded it uh, for TV, but I believe that this is going to be an encouragement uh, to you. And so I'm going to let this rip, and then I'll be back uh, on the other side and uh, give a few shout-outs, say what's up to everybody. And uh, yeah, the album, pre-order, I don't think we're going to do any CD production. Someone just asked, can we pre-order? I don't think we're going to do any pre-CD uh, production, but you'll be able to get the downloads on iTunes, Spotify, and all the different streaming services. But for now, let us pay attention to this teaching. I really believe it's going to be a blessing to you. We walk by faith and not by sight. Faith here, that's who we Hello and welcome to Faith You. My name is Tafara Butai. Man, I'm so excited. I'm thrilled that you could join me for yet another episode of Faith Heal. And today we are talking about one of the most asked questions in the church. People always want to know how to hear God's voice. They always ask, how do you hear God's voice? Well, we're going to be answering that and some more. The reason why we all need to hear God's voice is because Jeremiah 10, 23 tells us that it is not in man that walk to direct his own steps. So God uh, didn't design us to direct our own steps. God didn't uh, create us to figure the way, in, you know, uh, ourselves. He has created us uh, to hear from him so that we can walk uh, the path that he directs us. Scripture tells us that the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. And so when we start walking on the steps that are ordered of the Lord, man, we start walking in victory. We start walking towards our destiny and we start walking towards the fulfillment of our purpose uh, in this life. And so that's what we're going to be talking about uh, and many other things. And so John 16, that's where we're going to start. John 16, uh, verse 13, this is Jesus speaking to the disciples and he says this. He says, how be it when the spirit of truth is come, he's talking about the day that the Holy Spirit would come and indwell uh, the, the disciples primarily and ultimately the, the day that you and I get to uh, live in, the day that the Holy Spirit gets to live on the inside of us. And that's the day Jesus is talking about. And he's saying, how be it when he, the spirit of truth, by the way, you know, he always refers to the Holy Spirit as he, the Holy Spirit is a person. He's not a, a, a dove. He's not a, a force. You know, I know there are some, you know, sects in the church that talk about the Holy Spirit as, a, as, a, as an it. No, the Holy Spirit is a person. And so Jesus says, how be it when he, the spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit is come, 
He will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he hears, that shall he speak, and he shall show you things to come. And man, this is a powerful scripture. It's loaded with so much truth. And, uh, uh, you know, one of the things that we see here uh, that he says is that when the Holy Spirit comes, he's going to be our, our guide. And, you know, when you go to a new city, uh, you know, I've, I've traveled all over the world. And sometimes, you know, I find myself in a city that I haven't been before. And usually when I'm in that city, the first thing I want to do is look for guidance, uh, whether it's going to come through my GPS system uh, on my phone or it's going to come through other people and asking for directions. One of the things you want to do is search and look for guidance. And that's the Holy Spirit that's job when it comes to indwell the believer. We find ourselves in unfamiliar territory because we have limited knowledge. The territory that we live, it doesn't matter who you are. I know, and I know there are a lot of people that think, you know, they're really smart and they can, you know, figure things out. I know there are some people who can figure things out, but uh, the truth of the matter is none of us know what's coming tomorrow. None of us can uh, uh, really understand, you know, what's coming next week, next month, next year, but through the guidance of the Holy Spirit, because he has already been uh, to the future, we can begin to avoid traps we can begin to uh, walk in the path that will lead us into a place uh, of, of, of prosperity and 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 really fulfilling our destiny but I like the end of that scripture he says this Holy Spirit will show you things to come I think that's powerful you know we don't have to wonder about what's coming in the future and, uh, you know, we, we don't have to worry and wonder about how we can navigate our businesses, our careers in the future, because the Holy Spirit will show us things to come. You know, I have a concept that I go around the world teaching called grace in the marketplace. And so what we teach believers all over the world is that there is a grace that God has put on you for the marketplace, uh, for your job, for your career. Uh, for, for, for your business, for everything that God has called you to do. And, and we say with this uh, 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 grace in the marketplace, one of the things that we see God has given us is the ability uh, to see the future so that we can plan and prepare for it. God has given to his church uh, the, the, the right to uh, witty inventions, creative ideas that will impact the future. And now one of the ways we tap into that is by allowing the Holy Spirit to show it to us. And it comes through us hearing his voice. And that's why this is so critical and this is so powerful. He says the Holy Spirit will show you things to come. Man, that's awesome. Now, if you say this to an average, you know, a Christian that, you know, the Holy Spirit will show you things to come, uh, they will say, oh, yeah, he's going to show us things to come with regards to, you know, the, 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 the Antichrist, the, the book of Revelations, how this thing is going to end. And rightly so, he's going to show you things to come with regards to that. But how many of you realize the Holy Spirit is way more strategic than just that? The, way, the Holy Spirit can show you what's to come in your, in your industry. The Holy Spirit can show you what's to come you know, in, in, in the marketplace. And so you can prepare for it. And so you can plan for it. So here, when we're talking about hearing the voice of God, we're not talking about special moments where you're going to want to you know, get into a religious posture so you can 
you know, hear the voice of God. We're talking about a daily walk with the Lord. We're talking about hearing the voice of God functionally for everyday use, if you will. And so that's what we, we, we're talking about. And so quickly, we're going to go to John chapter number 10. And I want to read from uh, verse 27. Uh, what I want to start to do in this ne next segment is to talk about uh, that some hindrances to hearing God's voice. There are some hindrances uh, to, to, to hearing God's voice. And, and notice I didn't say hindrances uh, to why as to why God doesn't speak. God always speaks. I said hindrances, they're always on our side of the ledger. It's hindrances on our part to hear clearly. And so we need to fine tune. You know, I grew up in the 90s and way back then we used to listen to the radio. Uh, not not these days. These days you listen to yourself on via Bluetooth, then you get to choose what you want to listen to. But way back in the 90s, man, you'd listen to the radio and sometimes you'd have to get on the frequency modulator and then tune and fine tune that thing so that you can you can you can really get to the FM that you want to listen to and then when you get right onto the FM then you can hear clearly and essentially that's what we need to do with our hearts we need to fine tune the frequency of our hearts so that we can tune into the frequency of heaven and so that we can hear clearly and so that's what we're going to help you with and how to do that practically i'm always practical okay i'm always looking for something that's real not some fairy tale fluffy stuff i'm looking Looking for real meat and that's what we're going to be looking at so we're going to look at some of the hindrances to hearing God's voice what are those hindrances if you read in John 10 let's go to John 10 if you have your Bible you should have your Bible so you can follow along and look at these scriptures amen if you go to John 10 27 to 28 this is Jesus speaking not Tafara it's Jesus and this is what Jesus says in verse 27 he says my sheep hear my voice. This is a declaration. Jesus didn't say my sheep, you know, have a good chance of hearing my voice. No, he didn't say that. He said my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me and I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. And so when Jesus says something to us as a declaration, our response to it is to say, I believe that. Yes, sir. But for most people, while Jesus is saying, my sheep hear my voice, they will say, yeah, I'm, I'm his sheep, but I'm not sure I can hear his voice. And that declaration is a declaration of doubt and unbelief, and it will stop you. It will become a hindrance from receiving and hearing God's voice. So the first declaration you need to make every single morning is, hey, I can hear God's voice. And someone may come to you and ask you, how can you be so bold? How can you be so, so, so bold to, to think that you can hear God's voice? And you can point them to John 10, 27. I can hear God's voice because my Lord and Savior Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice, I'm his sheep, and therefore I can hear his voice. Amen? This is the truth that we have to declare over ourselves. And the second, you know, hindrances that we see uh, that stops people from really hearing uh, God's voice is actually not a hindrance. It's, a, it's just in their mind. It's sin consciousness. Notice I said sin consciousness. I didn't say sin. 
Sin cannot stop you from hearing God's voice. Now, I'm not saying you should, you know, go and live a sinful life. I don't condone sin. I mean, sin costs, sin is expensive. Sin will cost you way more than you want to pay. It will take you further than you want to go and cause you all kinds of problems. And so sin is, is not advised. But what I'm saying to you is this, that, you know, if you fall short, uh, realize this, that that doesn't disqualify you from still hearing God's voice. If you go to Genesis 3, uh, from verse 1 to 10, it says, Now the serpent was more subtle. He's talking about when, you know, uh, the, the serpent uh, went and uh, tempted Eve to eat of the fruit. And, uh, uh, you know, she fell for it, ate of the fruit, and, you know, caused all kinds of problems, right? But this is, this is what it says. It says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field uh, the Lord God had made. And, and right there, just that verse 1 will show you how subtle the enemy is. Notice it didn't, the, the, you know, the, Satan didn't go and possess the elephant to forcefully get Eve to eat the fruit, put its foot on Eve's neck and say, you're going to eat, shove that fruit down, you know, the elephant's throat. That's not what happened. What, what did uh, uh, Satan do? He went and possessed the serpent. Why? Because it was the most subtle or sneaky and, and, and so the way Satan causes man to, to trip up and to fall and to fail is through his devices, his sneaky uh, devices. He's still using those same things. That's why scripture says we are not ignorant of Satan's devices. We, we are not to be ignorant of his tactics and tricks. And what is that trick? It is to bring subtle deceptions uh, that contradict God's word and we should reject them. And so because the serpent was more subtle, uh, it came possessed by the devil and said to the woman, Yeah, hath God said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? That was a question. And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God said, You shall not eat of it. Neither shall you touch it lest you die. So, you know, we know Eve added a little salt there. God had said, don't eat of it, but he, did, he never said anything about touching it. And so she added that, or she didn't have full understanding, uh, information, knowledge about what was going on. You know, Josiah 4, 6, people perish for a lack of knowledge. You ought to get knowledge, amen? Get the right knowledge, the correct knowledge, the accurate knowledge, and then apply it. And so she said, hey, also we're not allowed to touch it, which wasn't true because God had asked them to keep it and to dress it. Now, for you to be able to dress it and keep it, you're going to touch it at some point. And so God and say, don't eat it. That was the instruction. Nothing about touching. But she added that, which, which I presume was because she didn't have you know, a full understanding of what the Lord had said. And then the serpent said unto the woman, you shall not surely die. Now the serpent is contradicting God's word. For God does know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took the fruit thereof and did eat, and also uh, gave to her husband, and he did eat. Now, what Eve was doing, you know, what's described in verse 6, that she saw that the 
tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and desired to make one wise, what she did is she shifted from walking by faith to walking by sight. You know, 2 Corinthians 5, 7, for we walk by faith and not by sight. But she was walking by sight and not by faith. Uh, that word sight there means walking with the five senses. She was looking at it. And because she was looking at it, 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 drew, it drew her in. She, she, didn't have, she, she, she didn't have enough strength in her conviction in faith to stand on God's word. Man, every time we, we are faced with uh, challenging situations, uh, we have a choice in the matter. We can go by what it looks like or we can go by what the word says. Praise God, we have to go by what the word says. But I want you to see what happened there. After they both ate, a sin was committed. But that didn't stop them from hearing God's voice. Listen to this. And the eyes of them were both opened and they knew that they were naked and they uh, sewed, uh, sawed fig trees together and made themselves aprons and they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. So verse 8, you know, verse 6 was when they committed the sin. But in verse 8 it says, And they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord, uh, God amongst the trees in the garden. And the Lord called unto Adam and said, Where are you? He heard that too. And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden. Listen to that. This is a man who has committed sin. And he could still hear the voice of God. He said, I heard thy voice in the garden and I was afraid. And because uh, I was naked, I hid myself. Now, in the next segment, we're going to be talking about who told you you were naked? What kind of voice were you listening? And we're going to be showing you how you need to always Listen to God's voice. Don't touch the dial. Don't go away. Oh, well, you can go away and get a cup of coffee, but be right back in a few minutes because it's going to be awesome. See you on the other side. Will you dare to believe God? Will you dare to believe that God is for you? Will you dare to believe that God's promises are for you? Will you dare to believe that nothing is impossible with God? Will you dare to believe that God has more for you? Dare to believe. Welcome back, man. I trust that you're being blessed by this teaching so far. I'm having a ball, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying this. We're talking about, if you're just joining us, if you're just tuning in, we're talking about how to hear God's voice. And uh, so we already established that everybody who's a child of God, born again, a part of the sheepfold, uh, can hear God's voice. It says in John 10, 27, Jesus speaking. He's not Tavari, Jesus. He says, my sheep hear my voice. It's a declaration of truth. 
you can hear God's voice. You have to receive it, believe it, because Jesus is speaking it over you, and begin to declare it over yourself. Amen. And so we uh, looked at the hindrances of uh, hearing God's voice. They are not on God's side of the ledger. God is always broadcasting. He's always transmitting. He's always on our side of the ledger. And so we looked at, uh, you know, doubt and belief. You know, we shouldn't doubt that we can hear God's voice. We should believe what Jesus said in John 10, 27. We also looked at uh, sin consciousness. Not sin. Sin cannot stop uh, you from hearing God's voice. We looked at the story of Adam and Eve in the garden when they ate of the fruit and the Lord had told them not to eat of the fruit. And after they ate of the fruit, it says in verse 8 of chapter 3 of Genesis, it says, and they heard the voice of God walking in the garden in the cool uh, of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord called unto Adam and said unto him, Where are you? Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid. And because I was naked, I hid myself. And the Lord asked him, he said, but who told you you were naked, right? But, but just reading this, we see that, you know, we can hear God's voice. And, and the reason we hear God's voice is not because of what we do, what we have done, but it is because of what Jesus has done. We should not allow condemnation to stop us from hearing God's voice. Romans chapter number 8 verse 1, he says, For there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For you and I, there is zero condemnation. What is condemnation? A sense of guilt, a sense of inferiority. We don't walk by condemnation. Why? Because we are the righteousness of God through Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.21 Jesus, who knew no sin, became sin. So that we, through that, might become the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus. And so you're going to make mistakes, but don't let those mistakes bring a sense and a feeling of guilt, uh, uh, inferiority, a low self-esteem. Man, stand on your Christ esteem. Now, sin is highly not recommended. I don't recommend anyone, the Apostle Paul teaching on grace in uh, Romans said, should we now sin so that grace may abound? And he says, no, uh, God forbid, uh, double no, triple no. We shouldn't live sinful lives. Why? Uh, because sin has consequences. It would cost you way more than you can afford. Trust me, it will uh, make you pay way more than you can afford and take you further than you want to go. And so, you know, sin is, 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 we're not condoning sin. Why? Because it will cause all kinds of problems in your heart. And so we're looking at the different reasons uh, uh, that can cause, you know, a, a, a lack of sensitivity, if you will, uh, to hearing God's voice. And so we talked about doubt and unbelief of God's word. We talked about uh, uh, sin, consciousness, and now we're going to be talking about what I like to call a heart of honor. If you're going to hear God's voice uh, clearly, you have to honor his word. You have to honor his voice. You have to honor his opinion. You know, you, you, you can't honor Forbes' opinion, the daily newspaper's opinion. Uh, 
you know, your, 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 the financial gazette, you know, different news channels out there. You honor the government, you know, uh, broadcasts and above God's word. If you honor that above God's word, you're going to uh, make yourself insensitive to God's word. Not because God is not speaking. God will still be speaking, but you will just put a veil on your on your ability to hear and this is why it says in proverbs 420 it says my son attend to my words incline thine ear unto my sayings and so just like a horse pricks up its ears uh, we have to prick up our ear to hear the lord and it's an attitude of the heart we have to open our hearts when the lord speaks man attention amen and when he speaks we need to be ready to obey i remember going to high school and, uh, you know, when we went into uh, the school, there were seniors that, you know, were welcoming, welcoming us to the school. And, they, you know, there were, it was a, a bunch of boys playing, playing pranks on us and, you know, just trying to show us uh, who the seniors were. And uh, one of them came to us. There was a bunch of us, you know, in our first year in high school, came to us and he said, uh, uh, if I tell you to jump, what would you say? And I said, all of us said at once, we said we would ask why. And he said, wrong answer. That will get you whipped. You know, when I tell you to jump, you say how high. In other words, you're ready to do what I'm asking you to do. And that's the hot attitude we should have when we approach uh, this, this idea of hearing God's voice. We need to hear with a readiness to obey. We need to hear with a hot attitude that is ready to obey and the last uh, hindrance that we see uh, is uh, we have to be able to value this the 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 the, the supernatural and not necessarily the spectacular you know the challenge with the body of christ sometimes is because we value the spectacular over the supernatural. We think that for God to speak to us, he has to come into the room with a, with a, with a lightning and an earthquake, and he has to move around furniture before he starts speaking. And sometimes that's not how God speaks. If you read in 1 Kings 19, 11 to uh, 13, you know, he's talking about when, when the Lord came to speak to Elijah, and uh, it wasn't melodramatic at all. It was just normal. And uh, sometimes religion thrives on exaggerated, over-emotionalized, sensationalized environments. And, and man, people are just falling all over. And I don't have a problem with that. But that's, that, that's just not an indication of God speaking all the time. Sometimes the spectacular comes. Praise God for that. But most times when you're sitting in your car, when you're in your office, in the boardroom, it's not going to be you know that spectacular but it's going to be supernatural sometimes god wants to whisper to you to your heart uh, moses while you're speaking to pharaoh and give you words to speak words of strategy for the release of children of israel and so i'm going to end with this uh, then he said this is god speaking to elijah he says go out and stand on the mountain before the lord and behold the lord passed by and a great strong wind tore into the mountains and broke uh, the rocks in pieces before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. First Kings 19, 11 to 13. And he says, after that, there was a fire and, and the earthquake, a fire. The Lord was not in the fire, verse 12. And after the fire was a still, small voice. So it was when Elijah heard it, 
he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. Suddenly the voice came to him saying, what are you doing here, Elijah? So this was where the voice of God was. It wasn't spectacular. It wasn't in the earthquake. It wasn't in the wind. It wasn't in the fire. Actually, there is a band called Earth, Wind, and Fire, and I can tell you the Lord is not <laughs> in that band. <laughs> Praise God. But, but, but he is there, and I'm not picking on them. <laughs> I don't know them personally, but, you know, I just thought about it. The Lord was not in the, in, the, in the earthquake. He wasn't in the wind. He wasn't in the fire. He wasn't in the earth, wind, and fire. Earthquake, earth, wind, and fire. He was in the still, small voice. And so when we learn how to pay attention to the supernatural, which sometimes is not necessarily spectacular, man, I'm telling you, you can hear God's voice. And that was my time. And thank you for tuning in. I trust that you are blessed with this teaching. Hey, don't, don't touch the dial. Uh, the announcer is going to bring a few announcements for you of how you can partner and how you can be a, a part of what we are doing. We, we're reaching the entire continent of Africa. We're reaching the UK and uh, we're reaching the US and you can be a part of that as a partner. And so stay, stay tuned. Uh, the announcer is going to give you more information. God bless you. Thank you for watching. Bye-bye. Hey, praise the Lord. That was my time. Uh, man, I trust that you were blessed uh, by that teaching. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed uh, just learning again uh, about, uh, you know, hearing God's voice. Man, it's a powerful thing. It's a powerful principle. When we realize that really there are no hindrances on God's side to uh, broadcast, to uh, speak, to release a word, the hindrances are only on our side, man, we can get rid of those hindrances and hear God's voice every single day. And so, man, I'm excited. And uh, hey, copy the link. Share this teaching with somebody else. Make sure that uh, other people are getting blessed. And uh, thank you for tuning in. It's 7 o'clock. One last announcement. The bookings for the Worship Night launch have opened. And so if you want to be a part of that physically, if you want to be in the building and actually get to uh, enjoy the launch, uh, please be sure to go to the website and choose the 10th of June. That's Friday, the 10th of June. Get your tickets, book. It's absolutely free, but booking is essential. So please be sure you do so. It is going to be fun. It's going to be awesome. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you. Until next time, bye-bye.